This is Laces or Faces, an NFL podcast from two dudes who follow Adam Schefter on Twitter. Week four. feel like the NFL somewhat restored itself from the craziness last week. And put itself back together. Yeah, things are a little more normal again. Um, let's see, we had the Pats, blew out the Dolphins. I don't even remember the final score. It was like 38-7 or something like that. Um, so don't sleep on the Pats again. Uh, my Packers shut out the Bills. So I don't know how they crushed the Vikings and... Apparently got past the Vikings defense, but um, Fitzmagic ran out of all of his magic tricks. Definitely out. Jameis came in. That three, was the three magic two tricks. picks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Tampa Bay's back to its normal uh, struggles. There was a lot of close games too, though. I mean, three overtime games, yet none of them went into tying. No ties. <laughs> so how come our teams can't freaking win in overtime? Um, uh, why can't my team win? They're there was definitely some less roughing the passer calls, it felt like. Right, which I think are we helped yes, facilitate definitely. that. By I think the NFL heard our voice. Statistics. Yeah, yeah, they did. Where was where's Roger Goodell? Well, now we know. He's answering our Answering our tough Twitter questions. Twitters. <laughs> um, uh, Richard Sherman said to just go ahead and put flags on the QB. I like it. I do too. I've been a proponent of this all along. Did you see on Sunday night how uh, Michelle Tafoya, her son, plays in a... Uh, some sort of progressive league where they have some sort of thing around the back that they have to tackle them and pull oh the God. pull them off. So they're not really tackling, but you have to pull you these pull pieces sm- off. It's like the golden snitch. You just have to it's get kind of, it. Yeah, it's kind okay. of like that. They have two things on the back and you have to rip them off. I guess oh it's Velcro. That's so, so safe. That's the new NFL. I saw, I mean, I did see a couple sacks where they just kind of like chest bumped the guy. Um, and I saw, did you see that one that mic'd up with Von Miller where Patrick Mahomes is like, hey, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's, we got another nice guy. Thanks maybe. for not killing We got another me. Andrew Luck nice guy, possibly. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Patty later, but um, yeah, I mean, we're half. Or, closer to me. Oh, thanks. Just trying to frame it. We're, um, on the we're 25% of the way through the season. Um, Which means overreaction nation right now. Yes, I think I think we we were definitely overreacting last week. Um, I'm feeling better about my team, sort of. Um, I know you're a little upset with the I loss. think we're done. Yeah, <laughs> you guys need Le'Veon Bell back. That's a missing piece. Is it, or is there or is there 11 people on the uh, defense? Then? Oh man! And uh, did AB get on the same page with Ben yet? Uh, not yet. Okay, no. that's that was some struggles. Um, we we do we are going to get to some normal segments. Um, I don't know what, what normal segments we actually have, but but first, there's a mystery we must solve. We must solve this. In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups: the police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories. This week, in NFL mystery, who was Earl Thomas directing the middle phalanges towards? Was it head coach Pete Carroll? The ball boy, or kicker Sebastian Janikowski. We investigate to find out. Let's talk to head coach Pete first. I don't know. Uh, somebody said something about that. I don't know anything about that. It's a big stadium. I don't know where it was aimed at. Errol was extremely poised on the field for what just occurred. To be so clear and so resolved, he knew what happened, but he was poised to get back to the players and all of us. So I don't know what happened after that. An innocent ball boy shared his thoughts, but he wasn't really sure he was the target. Well, you see, my dad's the assistant defensive lines coach, and he got me this job, and 
all I was doing was just getting the balls, making sure that they checked the air pressure, make sure everything's up to NFL standards. And I just looked up and I saw a big middle finger in my direction. And I thought, he's just saying hello to Mr. Carroll. Somebody on the side. I don't know. I, maybe it was Mr. Carroll. I'm not really sure. Is he going to lose his job? This season's prize free agent kicker fat boy, Sebastian, wasn't sure he was a target either. But he could honestly care less. Uh, I don't really think it was directed at me. Uh, I did miss two field goals, but it was a close game. Uh, the defense should have closed it out. We had an NFL All-22 film specialist, Kevin Belichick, acclaimed independent consultant, dig in to reveal the true answer. Uh, yeah, I'm Kevin Belichick. If you uh, if you if you know about Spygate, that was uh, that was me. So. I'll show you here on the film. I pulled up the all 22 after the the uh, the finger that happened, and uh, once I noticed uh, on the cart he starts at the 10 and the cart crosses the 20, and then right at the 25 he pulls his middle phalange up and shows it to the other side part of the sideline across the field. And when I looked on the all 22, I triangulated it. And notice on the other side was number 11 for the Seattle Seahawks, Mr. Janikowski. All right, so hopefully we'll solve that mystery, um, or it was solved, rather. Um, that Kevin Belichick, what a nice guy. I'm glad he, he came in for seems, us. Yeah, he seems real trustworthy. I think we'll probably hire him on for some other stuff. Um, Absolutely. But uh, we did want to talk about some people's other fans. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, yeah, fans outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we did want to talk about... Our favorite, or rather least favorite mascots in the NFL. Some teams don't have mascots, kind of like we showed you all with cheerleaders. Right, and what started this with me is that I noticed that Josh Rosen looks exactly like the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> logo. So I saw you, I saw you, you either texted to me or wrote it down, and I was like, what is he talking about? And then I looked up Josh Rosen. <laughs> His like beady eyes and that yes, beak, very strong nose. Very strong nose. Like Sorry, me, I shouldn't me. say beak. I have, a big, I have a big nose too, but um, he does look a lot like the cardinal. <laughs> um, so, but we, we we wanted to lead in and look at some of the other mascots. Um, number three, dear and near to Tasty's heart, Sir Purr. <laughs> what a <laughs> possibly the worst name for a mascot I've ever seen. And the picture that you. Chosen <laughs> <laughs> Sir Purr. Sir Purr. He doesn't even have a birthday like, cake. Like they couldn't even get him a Panther jersey. He He's got like this knockoff <laughs> like paw jersey in Panthers colors. Like whatever Cam Newton had to wear in those Oikos commercials. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, and apparently Sir is a, a thing with mascots. Maybe nope. this is just an AFC South. Number thing. two, we have Sir Saint. Whose chin looks like... <laughs> A ball the sack. Ne the nether regions of a man. It, it reminds me of like American <laughs> Dad or like uh, <laughs> this or is a real maybe life Pete, um, fa uh, Family Guy, Peter. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. Uh, number one, though, America's least favorite team, Rowdy the Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Not convinced this isn't Jerry Jones' nephew. Um, oh, like, it definitely is. And this creepy, creepy little boy just... Uh, it's a it's a very like fifties ass. He's like a man boy though. Yeah, his muscles are bulging, but his face is face says I'm three. Yes. <laughs> um. So those are those are your top three worst mascots. Um. I know you guys were wondering. Um. We'll, we'll keep up to date on on mascots this year. And if you're listening, sorry, just go to our Instagram. <laughs> um. Bills Mafia, our favorite. 
If I wasn't a Packers fan, I would most definitely be a Bills fan just to be in the Bills Mafia. You got to have a Bills Mafia play of the week. Yes. And so, of course, apparently, they, they apparently, made the trip up to Wisconsin. Yes, they showed up to Green Bay. You were telling me this. Now, in order to get initiated to the Bills Mafia, you have to get thrown into a table. Right, which is... I wish the Bills were coming to Tennessee. They but play them next week, but it's at Buffalo um, so so next time. I'll play this video for you. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even get through the table. How many beers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mafia, we love you so much. Um, what a I, fan base. It's going to be hard to top um, Minnesota, but <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, so we'll look for some Titans, Bills Mafia next week. Um, I have to say, second behind the Bills Mafia fans, though, the Eagles fans are pretty brutal. Well, the thing about Bills Mafia are all about fun, drinking some brews, and going through tables. Maybe four locos. They're all about the fun and shotgunning beers. Yes. Eagles fans, on the other hand, are all about murder. <laughs> and they don't care about you, and they'll throw full-on beer cans at your head. Even, like, after they won the Super Bowl. Like, you should be nice. But they were like... Nah. Yeah. Um, I will say, I didn't have any trouble with... We went to the Steelers, or the Steelers, the Titans-Eagles game this weekend. I took my dad. You didn't see any? Uh, no. Actually, the, the Titans fans were kind of jerks, but Titans I think they're fans, just trying to level hey, up. Titans fans, I'm not going to lie. When they played the Packers last year, I had a couple Titans fans rub me on the back, trying to like start some... They were just Ugh. screaming, go back, go at me. No touching. This is a hot take, and I'm from here, but Titans fans are kind of redneck. <laughs> No way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're all, you know, transcends from Nashville, but... Um, hey, anyways. it's for the boys. For the boys. But yeah, an Eagles fan decided, you know, they're playing the Vikings this week. Um, so naturally, he uh, cut off a hundred-year-old statue of a Viking. Um, I don't know how he cut it off, but... He, I know, that's been standing in Philadelphia next to the Schuylkill River. I mean, he must have had like a serious chainsaw. It's um, either that or he backed a truck into it. I don't know. It's in a city, They're though. ingenious. They're ingenious. Um, it's kind of impressive. He pushed it into a river, so yeah. it's gone forever. <laughs> Screw you, Vikings. <laughs> Screw you, Vikings. What, you know, yeah. way to start the week. Um, but yeah, so does Eagles Mafia... Is there an Eagles Mafia? I don't know. E A G L E S. We'll, we'll keep you up on Bills Mafia, of course, but maybe the Eagles will will come in too. We'll so. see whoever has the. What are the words? I don't know. Chicanery. <laughs> I don't know. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. There's um, the word. Yeah. So, uh, Woody was at the games. He didn't get to watch as many this week. I watched a lot of football Sunday. Saw some of these terrible commercials. Um, so week four roundup of the commercials. Week four round. We're going to keep you up on all the commercials. I didn't see as many, uh, reggaeton bubble trance <laughs> middle dick commercials. Thank God. <laughs> I did. Um, ESPN did play this one over and over though. Um, and it's basically, this is us, but with a guy that killed well, himself. Well, ABC has to have a, this is <laughs> oh, us. Oh, it's ABCs. Okay. Yeah. That makes so sense. the coach, he's the coach from Friday Night Lights, right? Oh God. Coach, um, yeah, he kills him. So, really good tie in there for football <laughs> coach from Friday coach Night Taylor Lights. kills himself, yeah, he kills himself. So, he's not really in the show. Uh, I, I guess it's all flashbacks. <laughs> You'll have to, you have to watch have to see. tune in. So, it's called A Million Little Things. Um, mm -hmm. and they even stole the same This Is Us soundtrack guy, some, some guy on acoustic guitar making me cry. <laughs> Uh, but I will say what, my favorite commercial uh, was the progressive making fun of the Chevy Nailed commercial. It. Nailed it. Crushed it. Um, Even with the the dropping down of the mom. Yep. And I actually really don't like the guy in those commercials. Yes, I was going to say. How he did... actually made me laugh on this one. Oh, in the progressive commercials? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also was going to say with the Chevy commercials, they're obviously 
like they know he's a Chevy guy now. Right. So you know if you walk <laughs> into a room and you see him, your room's going to collapse and you're going to drop into a cave. I don't know. but It's like if you walked into a room and you saw Phil Hansen 10 years ago, <laughs> you knew you were a child predator. Oh, but now that you see the Chevy guy, you're like, oh, they're going to show me 17 hmm. Chevys. Was it the Chevy that won the award? I don't know. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. I forgot to tell you about this one. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's elections for everybody, but Tennessee is electing a new senator, and I'm so sick of... <laughs> I don't even want to name her and him. (laughs) Like, I don't care what side you're on. I'm so tired of them. They went from being really mean to kind of just like, they're just kind of throwing like slight jabs at each other now. Um, Dibs was a Packers fan. Did you know that? He also voted to bring (laughs) cheese back to Tennessee because he's a Packers fan. How selfish. Um, Yeah, and this isn't necessarily commercial, but... um, It's just television in general. Television in general. PSA. Jason Witten, I know you played football last year, but dude, this is how, <laughs> this is a camera, this is your eyesight. Do not, the whole time, he literally talks to his co-host like... I have a hot take, I'm going to tell you my hot take is not that hot. I sound a little bit like Tony Romo, so it all kind of sounds the same anyway, and Booger's down there just making my <laughs> job easier. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> literally, um, we've, I mean... Jason's got to go. We got to get someone else. Um, yeah, I guess give him give him a year. But give like, him a year. Somebody we, put it in his head to look at the camera when he's going to talk to somebody. I want Gruden back, or if not, I want Gruden's son, the athletic trainer. <laughs> but I want a yes. Gruden in the booth on Monday night. I'm tired of it. Grew booth. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we obviously saw Jason last night on Monday Night Football. Um, I don't know if you guys watched, but Patrick Mahomes. Who is this kid? Uh, Showtime. Apparently apparently. it's Showtime Mahomes. I was getting really annoyed with that. Booger said it over and over. I feel like as when television, you shouldn't be able to say another television's network name. Right? uh, We might need to get with our copyright lawyer on that. Um, But yeah, I thought Booger was just trying to push. ESPN was trying to push. Apparently he's been, that's his nickname since he was young. Idiot. You didn't Um, look it up? But yeah, we we came up with some better ones. Honestly, like that's when you're young, you're new, you're in the NFL, you need a new nickname. Um, so these are just some we just rattled off the top of our head. I came up with uh, Big Arm Mahomes, uh, Mahomeless No Mo, Mahomeland Security, Mahome Improvement, Fat Pat. Uh, the, I think that's taken. Um, but those are obviously better options than Showtime Mahomes. I don't know why he's not going with those. Um, we're yeah, happy to consult with why you. Why is no one using the home thing? Mahomeless, yeah, uh, No Mo. <laughs> I mean, honestly, these are all My killer. Homeland Security. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, these are all killer. He needs a new nickname for the NFL. Uh-huh. I didn't know until today what Patrick Mahomes sound like. So I didn't know he was a total nerd. Um, and yeah, this is this is what he sounds like. We have a great locker room. We have a great uh, group of guys who, I mean, we all we all talk trash, but at the same time, we all build each other up. And uh, I feel like if you have that within a locker room, that's the teams that have a lot of success in this league. And so I'm gonna keep we're gonna keep uh, building on that, keep building our relationships, and keep building on this season. Hey man, <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna keep building this relationship. I can't do it that well, but See, I'm a, he kind of sounds like Target Lady, but like a man <laughs> version. And the, at the end of that, he he talked about how Andy Reid makes fun of him like the whole locker room will make fun of his voice i would pay 50 dollars. that's a lot yes <laughs> to watch andy reed do a patrick mahomes I would impression do. i would honestly pay 50 dollars to see like a live video feed of andy reed eating a hot dog <laughs> I, andy reed should be a streamer he needs we need in the off season I'd, yeah i'd watch him we need YouTube. to get all or nothing chiefs or hard knocks chiefs i'd please. watch him just asmr his mustache <laughs> over the microphone <laughs> 
Oh man. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Patrick Mahomes is legit. That left-handed when he switched to the left-handed. Yeah, that was know, awesome. That's like he's a young. He's a young guy. He can risk that. He's a gunslinger, yeah. man. Um, he, I saw him like. I'm warm-ups. telling you though, the tape's gonna catch up. Okay. Eventually, we'll see. Uh, I know they're, they're the AFC season. rivals for you, so you're cheering against them. Did you see he literally threw like the whole field? I saw, yeah, and, like uh, with no effort. Warm ups. I don't know, man. We'll see. As we'll a see person what happens. With like a forty-five-year-old quarterback. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I literally thought of all. I mean, they talked about how, how John Elway's in the booth, thinking like, oh man, I drafted Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch. <laughs> like, I can't find a decent Oops. quarterback. Um, another guy that wishes he had a. I mean, Dak's doing okay, but I guarantee Jerry Jones wishes he had Patrick Mahomes. Oh, more than anything. Um, but, of course, we have the Cowboys barely beat them with the help of the refs this week. Um, Jerry Jones praised, finally praised his kicker this week on the Jerry Jones radio show. Does, does his performance kind of make you guys you know, feel a little vindicated in the decision you made? Well, uh, I know this, that uh, right before the kick, I think Stephen punched me and said, you know, it's South America for us. If he misses this thing, we're going to have to leave. And uh, so uh, there was no doubt about it. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Jerry Jones. Well, I think Rich he white thinks, man take the week. Well, he thinks Texas is South America. All of South America fair. is Texas. So That's fair. That's I fair. get it. Biggest state. Understandable. Um, but in case they need receiver help, Dez is working out. He let us know again this week on Twitter that He's doing the jugs machine. Twitter, Instagram's got these cool like photos. I mean, he's got time for all this stuff. Stage. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if Des will end up back in the NFL. I mean, I think Le'Veon Bell and Des Bryant should just go play in the Alliance Football League. Right, just start out there. Yeah, like I bet they can make make, a name for yourself. You know, Memphis Express needs you. Also, all this made me think of was what if. T.O. had a Twitter back then oh, when he was doing gosh. that, like, working out in front of his house thing. Like, oh. this is sort of like that, but, like, not as well, ridiculous, but... Yeah, and, like, uh, what's his name? Chad Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Twitter wasn't as big when he was Ojo, in the Ojo league. Cinco. But, like, you, now on Twitter, he challenges people to FIFA. He's such a douche on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The Lions were wearing these terrible uniforms. I think it's their color rush, right? All great. My wife said it looked like they're in prison or about to go to <laughs> prison or in a chain game, but I was like, uh, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, the Saints, I like their color rush. They're all white. Um, they look good. I like the all blacks better. All blacks, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, Packers had their throwbacks. I love those. I personally love them. A lot of people I still hate don't them. know. Yeah, I think it's confusing why we're blue and yellow, but yeah. <laughs> we are. Um, the Acme Packers. <laughs> um, so... You know, last week we had well-known director. I think he's known as a director before an actor. Of course, um, the Adam Sandler. Um, but this week we got to we had to we had to go back a couple years, but we got one question in with celebrity Harry Carey, famous announcer. All right, we're here with Harry Carey. Um, Harry, I want to ask you one question. Okay, go ahead, shoot. What do you think about Mitch the? And his coming out party against the Bucks. Will he win the Cubs another World Series? Well, it's hard to say, you know. Dibs, uh, I've been watching the Bears, which are the older version of the Cubs, as you know. And they play over in Soldier Field. And uh, I was eating a hot dog the other day. And I was watching the game, and I remembered, I said... Well, hey, who's this Mitchell Trubisky? And and I was like, well, he's just throwing the ball everywhere. But then I realized, well, the Buccaneers kind of ran out of magic. 
And maybe that's why they want. They want. Thanks, Harry. That was an excellent answer. Come um, swim. Come swim. We wish we could have you in the booth this year, man. All right. So, announcer fails. Your favorite segment of the week. Going from one of my favorite announcers of all time. To guys that just can't get it right, man. Well, um, they can get it right, some of them. And I think the others like to have fun. <laughs> they do. We got you got some good color. Well, analysts. you you had some oh interesting <laughs> uh, insights on so, your your announcing team. Yeah, I, I'm I'm watching the game Packers Bills. They they cut to the announcers booth, and I'm like, who the hell are these guys? Uh, they're the announcers for the Steelers. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, we literally got the CBS D team in here. I, you know him, his Ian Fouts or Ian Fouts? <laughs> Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts. Ian Egan and Dan Fouts. <laughs> Literally never heard of either of you guys. Which is um, fitting that you got their names wrong. Yes, so. exactly. And I don't know which one did this, but... It was Ian Eagle, I heard. Ian yeah. Eagle, he, we, we got a new player this week. He didn't play. Reggie Cobb <laughs> is a star receiver for the Packers. Seeing the name um, and saying it out loud, Reggie Cobb. Is Reggie just, Cobb. <laughs> Number 18, Reggie Cobb. And Twitter went... Off Twitter it. loved it. Thankfully, obviously, um, uh, the stormtrooper guy Rob <laughs> underscore Burris said, "Damn, picked up Reggie Cobb on waivers this week too." <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, Glenn from MKE, that's Milwaukee, said uh, CVS just reported that Packers will be without Reggie Cobb, so we should be okay. <laughs> um, and Tether in Green Bay, she she went <laughs> off. She lost her mind. She had a, a couple bad words in here. We'll beat them out for you. For f- <laughs> sake, I can already tell I'm already going to love this no-name announcing crew on hashtag CBS exclamation point. As this fool just f- <laughs> called hashtag Randall Cobb, Reggie Cobb. Seriously? <laughs> Went off. Way to go, Tether. Is that uh, like Heather? But Tether, Tether. Okay. Tether and GB. Um, good old farting Jim Nance had another great one. No, Phil Sims is who farted. Man, I want Jim to be the farter, but no. okay, it's Phil Sims. Jim's the good guy. So Tony, did, Tony had his normal boring-ass takes this week. Uh. <laughs> But Jim Nance decided to say giant. Giant bitch. Bench had everyone with their arms up in the air. What was he trying to say? The bi- the Giants bench? bench? The Giants Is a bitch? bench. Are bitches? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. probably what he's saying. Okay. That's what we, we, we deciphered it for you guys. Yeah. Um, Al Michaels is just getting old, man. <laughs> he came in with another sexual Welcome to Al Michaels' sexual week. innuendo of the week. You can challenge, but how do you win when it's six inches? <laughs> Got him. Got him. Al, we love you. Oh, man. Also, it was showing Mike Tomlin at that time, so I don't know. If... Oh, he looked a little upset. Yeah. Um, Our favorite, your favorite. They it's brought him into the booth, man. <laughs> Jeff Fisher. I'm so glad he's back on TV. He called the Jets-Jags game. It explains why he's been avoiding me. Um, He's obviously been, you know, doing film and, re- you know, studying research for the game. I called him earlier this week. And I was like, hey, man, um, or last week, rather. And I said, hey, man, we need to do this interview. You've been putting it off forever. I really need you here. Can we please record it? And this, this is what he said. Unfortunately, I won't be there this week. I was just fired. Uh, we didn't want to let you guys know because we knew you'd find him. But Jeff Jeff was working at Hattie B's, and he, uh, he got caught stealing some chicken. So, <laughs> Jameis Winston the place. Jameis Winston the place, and he got fired. But thankfully, he already had another job lined up in the booth. Um, but he did have these words to say about our, us and our podcast. I appreciate everything you guys have done for this podcast. And for me, and the loyalty that you've shown. 
Thanks, Jeff. Man, that is really nice of you. What a nice guy. He's a good guy, man. Um, so yeah, tune in next week. I'll see. I don't know. I don't know if Jeff's calling another game. This week didn't go very well. It seemed like, but um, <laughs> if he's not, we will get that interview done. I promise. Uh, so tune in next week.